Welcome back, man. Music to my ears. That's a CBS college sports theme song. Um, chills. Thinking about it. We're 75 days away. 75 days away from the Western Michigan game. 6 o'clock, dusk kickoff, national television, Friday night. Man. For a team I love and a sport I love, and you know, when you get three months and a nine month off season, it's long. And for me, that counts down. I put this little countdown app in my phone. This year, I started around 203 days. When you think about it, right after we lost to BC, ended the season four and eight, I'm counting down to this game. I knew it was the opener. Um, I got plans on being there. It's going to be freaking special. I'm telling you, man. At Syracuse University, great, prestigious university, there's a lot of sports, man. There's a lot of good sports. There's a lot of sports that are better right now. But I'm going to tell you right now, you get three months. Three months. The weather's still good for the most part for most of the season. You get one three-hour, four-hour window on a Saturday or Friday night, and you just, you know, build to that game every week. And for us, we're searching and hoping for six wins. And I'm today I'm going to go over some of the preseason predictions that we see in June and our hopes, expectations. But, man, it's exciting, man. It's a fast season. It comes quick. And it's it's unreal for someone like me that loves it so much. It's, you just wait for it. And it comes and it goes. And you're in this long haul of an offseason. And it's upsetting. Especially how the last few seasons lost where, you know, you finish 4-8. and eight, Only made three bowl games in 15 years. But you beat, two years ago, you beat Virginia Tech who won the um, Coastal. And then you beat Clemson, defending national champion um, two years ago. And then who won the Atlantic. And... You know, you still don't make a bowl game, and this has got to be the year. We got some depth. You know, I'm not going to go into the depth chart. I've talked about that. And then when we get to the Western Michigan game, um, the week of, or who knows, the week before, we'll talk about matchups and who's starting and who's that. But um, you got to feel optimistic about the season. You got to take one game at a time, though. I'm not jumping to conclusions. I've been, like I said, man, I'm looking forward to this game for nine months. Nine months by the time it gets here, and that's a long time. But um, it's a special program, and I know we're going to be playing during the holidays this year. We got to. It's year three of Babers. Um, so what I'm going to start with is I'm just going to touch on the state of the program. I'm not going to go into players, and for the most part, I'm going to touch on it quickly. Um, I'm going to touch on the ACC Atlantic, and. Um, Touch on the transfer rule, and we'll go from there. But um, what a what a time! What a time to be a Syracuse fan, a football fan. The optimism's flowing. You're feeling good, man. You know you're feeling good. I'm sipping on a little drink right now, and you know, just reminiscing. I've watched the uh, Clemson game from last year a few times, uh, more than a few times, a couple dozen. And I won't stop watching it. And I just want that feeling every single game. Yeah, you're not getting the feeling of beating Clemson every game. But at Syracuse, when you win a football game, it's a big deal right now. So that's why that Western Michigan game is sneaky. Um, right now, Vegas has us around a five-and-a-half point favorite. You know, it's on the road. You know, they won six games last year. It's Tim Lester, Tim Doust, you know, former Syracuse coaches. Jawan Dowell's transferred there. So I know he'll give them a little intel, even though this team's Pretty much different from the team from last year, but 
Um, big game on the road. I'm looking forward to a dusk Friday night kickoff on national TV. It's going to be something cool. We don't play outdoors that much. We don't because half the season we're spent indoors. But um, outside should be a nice, you know, who knows? It's the end of August. But um, big game, man. Big game. You always want to start 1-0. Um, especially, you know, when you got the home opener the second week of the season. That's something different for us. Um but it's going to be a tough challenge. One thing that helped us a little bit, you know, Sam Beal, their, you know, second round rated transfer had some academic problems, this and that. But he's going to supplemental draft. Me, you know, I'm at the point that I'm I'm sick and tired of other teams we play getting a lot of breaks against us. You know, I'll touch on Eric Dungey in a minute here, but we haven't had our starting quarterback for 12 games the last. Three seasons, so he's missed a month every single year. These teams that play us get a lot of breaks. We don't get a lot of injury breaks, this or that. We're always playing the best. They're always healthy. This is what happens. We beat a, a pretty much a full-strength Clemson team last year. We knocked our quarterback out of the game, but that's that's life. But um, so they lost Sam Beal. It weakens them a little bit. I'm not crying. Whatever gets us to win, I don't care if we win 10-9 to or 45-3. to You got to go into Kalamazoo and get the W. So whoever they have in the field, whoever we have in the field, you go after and you get it. You know, you know, it came out actually, you know, Babers makes like two and a half million. Um, tenth in the ACC, which in my opinion is pretty good. Cause I would I figured that we paid last in the ACC. But we're tenth out of fourteen teams. So that's encouraging. I hope they continue that. You know, to get up there in salary and pay the middle of the road. But you're not going to pay that unless you get the six to win. So, you know, there is some pressure on Dino. And I got freaking, I love that guy. The enthusiasm, energy, the offense, it's fun. This is what we want in our head coach at Syracuse. For a place that has harsh temperatures for a majority of the year, um, you know, a grinded out city. The city's not glamorous. It isn't spectacular. It's kind of beat up. You know, it is what it is. Um, to have a coach like that, that's, you know, kind of brightens up the university and the athletic department is awesome. But, you know, he's got to be feeling some pressure in year three. You know, we're starting quarterback. He's a senior. You know, I'm not going to go into depth, but, you know, you got Tommy coming, you know, back as a redshirt freshman who, by all accounts, has looked really good in practice. Yeah, it's practice. But I'm going to tell you right now, he's probably something special. So I feel good. And then we got Rex beating cancer. Shout out to Rex Culpepper, man. Unreal. Um, and we got a chance of me. I mean, that's the best, honestly, the best one through four quarterback depth we've probably ever had. I'm going to put that up against any team in Syracuse's history when you got a depth chart like that one through four. Okay, so that's looking good. Um, I'm not going to go through a depth chart. We'll talk about that. But just stay of the program. Like I said, anything I've read or talked about, the the team is on the cusp. What I've what I've read and heard, just have a little more patience, Syracuse fans. And the national media understands and they see that, which is which is nice. Patience to me is I just want to get six wins this year. Six wins for this program this year. That's all I care about. Is so huge for that step. I think, and I've said it before on previous podcasts, or if you see me in the supermarket or anywhere else, or you're my friend, or I've talked to you, you, you go on Twitter, next year is actually our most talented year. We lose some guys, but we, we're going to have a very talented team in 2019, but I don't even want to talk about that right now. I'm saying to get to that next step is this program. You have to win six games. It's that simple. Okay? And... Just to put in perspective of, of what Dino's offense brings to the table is Eric Dungy, who missed all of November, missed four games last year. 
For total offense, he was nine yards short of Baker Mayfield, who obviously won the Heisman. So he needed 10 more yards from four games, and he needed to have more total yards than the Heisman Trophy winner. So that shows you right there, we know what we're doing on offense. Yeah, defense is a different story, and I'll touch on that in a minute. But that's pretty freaking impressive for Syracuse, who, under Scott Schaefer, was three yards in a cloud of dust, very meathead, boring style. Um, Greg Robinson was an absolute disaster. I only want to talk talk about that. So I'm going to sip my drink even more just thinking about him. But that was a disaster. So we're not going to talk about that. And our Pascal only had some good quarterbacks, good recruits. But we weren't a high-scoring team by any stretch of the imagination. But this offense is a lot of fun under the dome. Um, it's fun to see these Syracuse players. You know, Irv Phillips was like number one yard in um, receiving for a lot of the year. Um, ish catches. Um, he was an All-American. I mean, you don't see this from a Syracuse offense. So for Dino's offense to put this together, um, it's pretty amazing. Defensively, um, defensive line, Alton Robinson, Chris Slayton, go get them, boys. <laughs> I mean, we got two freaking grown men that hopefully stay healthy and get that quarterback. You know, linebacker, I'm not sure what to expect. You got to hope Lakeem Williams, etc. Anthony Armstrong grow. We got a lot of guys coming back in the secondary. Um very, very exciting stuff. So we'll see, man. That's why they play the games. That's why I'm very, very optimistic about the Western Michigan game. It's nerve-wracking to think about the season, but um, I'm ready for it. 75 days away, it's it's going to come very, very quickly. We're already halfway through June, which is crazy to say when you've been talking and thinking about this game and this season since Thanksgiving. Um, so the transfer rule, okay? So what the NCAA just announced, and it's time for the NCAA to actually, they've taken some heat now with social media and everything like that. You can't just hide in your ivory tower anymore. You're going to you're gonna have to appease your fans and your you know billion-dollar industry here that freshmen can play four games any part of this season and still be eligible for a redshirt. Now, for a team like Syracuse, last year that would have been ideal with the quarterback situation. But for a team that we still don't have all the depth in the world, we can't play our studs. Abdul Adams and Tristan Jackson yet. Yep, they're in the wings. They're four- and five-star recruits. Um, we got a lot of talent coming up. And it doesn't look like they're going to be able to play this year, which is fine. You can sit back for a year. But um, it's unreal. So like a guy like Trill Williams, who I do think was going to push the plays. Unbelievable athlete, one of the top you know recruits we've had in a long time here. But let's just say you want to put a guy in against Wagner, we're winning. God, I love it. We're up a couple touchdowns. It's fun. It doesn't happen a lot. But you can put freshmen and not so much worry about things. So they play two or three games during the season. Say like last year, uh, McKinley Williams was down or we lost a defensive lineman, whatever. You can plug in a, a freshman that you think can eat up some snaps that's ready to play during the seventh game of the season and not worry about burning his red shirt if that was only, say, the second or third game he's played. For a team like Syracuse that still struggles a little bit with depth, that's an unreal tool to have, like very exciting to have that we can do this. Now, what's even more exciting, bowl games. We've just upped the ante. Bowl games are not just, you know, 
one team versus one team if you're not in the playoff. Well, God, I freaking love bowl games. I'll watch every single one of them. It adds even more intrigue to the game because if you have a freshman that's only played two or three games and you're in a bowl game, you can play those freshmen in that bowl game. So you get a taste of the future. So it's just it's just great for the sport all around. I'm very excited about it. For a team like Syracuse that we have relied on a lot of freshmen in the past, um, and not having to worry about burning a red shirt, maybe that we have to play them a game or two in the middle of the season because we have some injuries, it, it's it's only going to be beneficial and so helpful to the program. So so win-win for us, um, just like that December recruiting period is, a win-win for a smaller Power 5 team. Um, very exciting, and I'm extremely pumped for it. Now, when you look at the ACC Atlantic, people, we love our Syracuse Orange football team. And it's never freaking easy. Besides the SEC West, the ACC Atlantic is ranked, you know, 1-2 as the toughest division of football. Why is a Syracuse fan, why would I think it would be easy? Because it isn't. It never is, man. You know, I go to every single home game. I go to a couple away games every year. You know, you might listen. You might know me in the real world. Every year, we start out, we get a win, or midseason, we get a win. But people that go to the games with this and that, they disappear in November. And I get it, people. And the people that don't know me, the people, shout out to my Brooklyn followers. I get it. You leave. Okay? We're still freaking fighting, man. And I hope you people realize, or the people out there, do not give up on this team. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to go into November fighting for that bowl game. Do not give up on this team. If we have a bad result in September, October, keep freaking going. It doesn't matter. It matters to get to six wins, and we're going to get there. Okay? If you're going to look at all these preseason predictions, yeah, we're going to be picked last in the freaking ACC Atlantic. It's loaded. We freaking, we've only won four games the last few years, so why would anyone pick us fourth? It doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm going to take a sip right now. Okay? I mean, you got Clemson. I don't know how they keep their guys. It's unbelievable. That team is is stacked. They they brought everybody back. They could have had four first-round defensive picks in the first round. They all came back. Man, God bless them. I, I wish that would happen. But, you know, they're going to be absolutely hard to beat. You know what? I'm not going to focus on that. They're going to be picked one. Okay? Florida State's going to be picked two. Got tons of talent. Taggart's the coach there. They're going to run the fun and gun. Whatever. They come to the home week three. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. It's going to be noon, but national televised. Um, we'll talk about that down the line. But I'm going to tell you right now, those FSU boys ain't walking in the dome and just walking out with an easy win. You know, so three, um, you know, I've read a lot. NC State. The NC State is is the rug curse to me of the, the ACC. I hate their fan base. They're stuck up. They think they're the best. They have really no history. Um, they have Ryan Finley coming back, who, in my opinion, Dungy's better. Finley came back, lost a couple guys. They're preseason, probably three. They come to the Dome, and that's going to be a freaking huge game, man. Absolutely huge. But they're going to give them three. And then you know what, BC, they got four. BC returns a lot of their offensive line. They're running back. They're stud freshmen. Um, you know, Dazio's done a good job recruiting there. It's a winnable game. We go there last week of the season, so I'm not even worrying about that at that point. But you're going to give BC, the, you know, that four spot. That's fine. A lot of 
think magazines I'm looking at, reading online. Wake Forest is five. They lose their quarterback and tight end. They absolutely torch us in the dome. One of the weirdest games I've ever attended from one half to the other, but um we play them at the end of the season two on the road. There are you know they're a pure school you gotta you gotta beat consistently if you wanna make bowl games, you wanna challenge. Um but we'll take that right now. Who the heck knows of these preseason predictions? You know, six, you could put Louisville in there. They lose one of the best players they've ever college football's ever seen. Um we've had, you know, you know, minimal success against them, the program in general. Back to the Big East days, but they do come. <laughs> Sometimes I talk about this game and I get a little teary-eyed. Um, they come, last home game of the season. It's a, season, it's a you know senior night, so <laughs> it's going to be emotional. Um, Friday night, ESPN. Man, I can't even imagine. It should be freaking rocking in there. Maybe we have four wins, five wins. I mean, God, I hope we have nine wins. But that game probably is going to mean something for a bowl game if you're you're looking at the big picture. Okay, so if you're out there, you don't have season tickets, shame on you. If you're one of those guys that gets a three-game package, okay, that's better. Make sure you get your freaking ticket to Louisville, man. Friday night, senior night, make sure you're there, dude. Dudes, dudettes, whatever, whoever's listening to this, okay? It's a freaking important game to the program, man. I can't tell you talking about it. Wow. Whew. Okay, we'll talk about that at a later date, but that that's a really, really important game. So... What you got, you know, you got Syracuse probably pegged as 7th. It's going to be 7th till we prove otherwise. What I've read in a lot of magazines, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, you look at the Vegas, it's 4.5. It's going to be 4.5 every year till we win more than 4 games. You know, some people say Syracuse will win 5, 6, 4. That's where we are. This is the thing. This is the year we want to be one of those teams. You look at Iowa State last year and some other programs that kind of came out of nowhere. That's what we got to do this year. We don't, gotta have, to, we don't have to win 9 games. We got to win six. And six people will start taking notes because our division's one of the hardest in football. They talk about the ACC a lot on national TV. Let's go ESPN. They have a huge college football package. ACC's a part of it. The ACC network's coming. If we can get six, we can get this momentum building. And the recruiting class that was great last year can even be even better this year. Okay? So this is so important that we're playing in any bowl game. I don't care where it is, when it is, what it is. Six wins for this program is huge. If you love SU sports, and if you like, I'm assuming you're listening to this because you like SU football. If you like SU sports, you want this team to win six games. This is good for the program going into other sports. Basketball, lacrosse, whatever you want to do. It builds momentum for the program. And people don't understand, football is the money maker. You need a solid football program. One day the NCAA may break, you know, break apart. We want our school to be synonymous with decent football to good football to go there. We need to start winning games. So everyone needs to get behind this program. I like that we're starting on the road week one. There's no excuses. No excuses. So if you're listening to this and you're out of town, okay, be there week two against Wagner. Be there week three against Florida State. We start on the road. It's not going to interfere with the New York State Fair or a concert or whatever these people like. I'm going to have my orange on. I'm going to hopefully be in Kalamazoo cheering my freaking heart out for this program. It is a big game. It's a road game. So when you win on the road, it helps you climb to that mountain of getting the six wins. Um, and that And that's all you can dream about and ask for. 
is getting the six this year. And it's a mid. This is a mid June podcast. I am so freaking fired up for the season because every year you just you wait for it. And every year our season's ended, you know, by Thanksgiving. And it's depressing. And I'm ready for a December game. It adds another month of the season, more practices. The only way you build a program is you get those extra 15 practices, you bring in more recruits, and you say, this is what we're building at Syracuse. It is not going to be easy. Okay? We're not in the Big 12. We're not in the Pac-12. We're not in the ACC Coastal. We're not in the, you know, mostly, you know, even the SEC East. They have, you know, a top dog in Georgia. They're not that great of a conference. Okay? Even the the Big Ten West or whatever, you know, that conference isn't good. The ACC Atlantic is a freaking dogfight. And the only way our players are working their butts off, but you got to be there cheering and believing. I don't like Syracuse fans. They're absolutely negative all the time. Okay? They're, oh, the football program, this and that. You know, forget that. I get it. We make a bad call. Dungeon throws these interceptions. You can criticize all you want. But when the day, when that game ends and a new week begins, get behind the freaking program. You got me? Get behind the program. This team, this program deserves everybody on deck for this one game. Or for the whole season, not just one game. All right? So that's all I can ask for from everybody. Um, and, you know, as I'm trying to find my music here, let's just keep believing. Let's not stop fighting for this program and i'll be talking real soon it may be now it may be for western michigan okay but i want you guys just to believe in this program okay because i know you do and we can do this together all right peace out let's go 73-7